Hello. Hello, everyone. I don't know if this is going out. Uh, I get a different... um, opening to the show uses his blog talk radio and I didn't get that so I'm just going to go ahead and assume that this is going uh, this is Joey Harris this is the Go Radio Network the Comedy Shack I'm your host Joey Harris on Twitter at the Joey Harris you can email me at joeyharriscomedy at gmail.com how is everyone how's everyone's week been uh, Things have been going really well for me. I'm trying to move some things around. It is Oscar weekend. Um, all the big stars are out. The Oscars will be tomorrow night. Best picture, best actor, best actress. You all know how that goes. Um, you'll be joined again by Big TJ here in a moment, I am assuming. Uh, if everything works out good on his end. Um, had a really good day today, spending some time with my family, working on a few different things, working on some comedy, doing some comedy writing, also just some different writing. I try to write at least something every day, even if it's not, you know, anything big. I have a few things I'm going to go through here. Uh, The weekend is really, really a good time for everybody to unwind and relax and rest. Uh, That's what I usually gear my weekend towards. The week is just so busy with boom, 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 one thing after another. And so the weekend is always the time to just unwind and relax and to do all sorts of different things. So that's what I use my weekends for. I'm going to talk, waiting for Big TJ to come in. I'm going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite subjects other than comedy, and I'll get his thoughts on it. I'm a big media guy, whether it's movies, television, uh, shows. and want to get your thoughts and opinions on the what I call three of the most dreaded words in all of entertainment. That's to be continued. Do you like cliffhangers? Do you like um, being left on the edge of your seat, as it were? A literal cliffhanger. Uh, the show Lost. I was really big into that when it was on. I watched all six seasons. They were really good about leaving you with a cliffhanger every season, from what can the hatch to people on the other side of the island to 
having a fast forward, and you see that people have gotten off the island and get back on the island, just who's in the coffin. And for those of you who are big Lost fans, you'll understand that. So they had a very episodic type of show format that they followed. Um, in that show, another good one was an older show, but I loved it. I watched it all the time. Um, trying to go back to Green Catch Up Now, which is Quantum Leap. If you remember that show, starts uh, Scott Bakula and uh, Dean Stockwell as a scientist and Beckett who's leaping through time, and everyone had five seasons. Um, and five cliffhangers in season one. Uh, Dr. Beckett, first time he ever jumps into the body of a woman. In the season two, when he jumps, the cliffhanger is he jumps into himself as a young teenager. In the season three, as he's doing his jump, he gets struck by lightning, and he and Al, who's the character played by Dean uh, Stockwell, switch bodies. Mid, mid-leap, and at the end of season four, since I said they only had five seasons, one of the greatest cliffhangers that comes to my mind is at the end of season four, he does whatever he's supposed to do in the last episode and then jump, and as he's jumping, you hear a woman say, lean and look up, and she takes a picture, and the picture develops, and he's jumping to the body of Lee Harvey Oswald, the assassin of President Kennedy. So you're like, wow, oh my goodness. I remember seeing that episode just being blown away and they would actually go there. But I think that in entertainment, just like in uh, any other area of life, you have to take those risks. That's why if uh, you see a comedian, any comedian on stage, I know in the past year, um, Dane Cook, Daniel Todd, she's going to go back a little bit further. Tracy Morgan, all gotten into various uh, trouble, disagreements over things that they've said on stage. I cut anybody on stage a tremendous amount of slack when it comes to what they say because I consider it part of their performance. Now, you may not like what they say as part of their performance, and that's fine, and that's your prerogative as a person, as an American, what have you, but then don't then then get up and leave or don't buy the special or complain you had your money back, but don't silence the comedian. That's why I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for Ricky Gervais who says things but never apologize because he says he cannot like what he says, so what can you do? He's got a lot of money. He doesn't need any money. And if he starts apologizing, where does the apology stop when it comes to the public? Because it's the comedian's responsibility to find out where the line is and then cross the line. Uh, 
I believe it was George Carlin that said that. So that's what you do when you get into comedy is to say, hey, this is what's happening. I'm going to say this. You can be shocked. You cannot be shocked that it doesn't change who you are as a comedian because you got to stand for something. If you really and truly honestly believe in your talent and in your material, then say what you want. You know, people are going to like it or they're not going to like it. The quickest way to fail in life is to try to please everyone. That's true whether it's in comedy or just life in general. You try to please everyone and you're going to fail. So I'm waiting. Nick TJ just sent me a text. He should be calling in any moment now. He was momentarily detained, but he will be calling in any second. But to go back into that to be continued phase, um, the great trilogy, like the original Star Wars trilogy, you take the second movie, Empire Strikes Back, which is many people's favorite of that trilogy. What happens at the end? Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite, taken off by Boba Fett. Luke has his hand chopped off and finds out that Darth Vader is his father. You know, with any trilogy, you set it up like this. Act one, you set up what the conflict is and you introduce all the characters. Act two, the antagonist has to come and just completely almost overtake the protagonist. And then the third act is where you wind everything up and it's, hopefully you have the happy ending, this ending that will work out for everyone. It happened in the what I consider the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The second one, you know, um, how that ends with Jack being taken by the the Kraken and what have you. So that's that's how they set up at World's End, which it's not the greatest movie, but if you go back, I think it's one of the greatest trailers um, of all time. I, I still watch that probably about once a month. I mean, it's just so well put together, especially the fight between Davy Jones Jack Sparrow. Hello? Is this TJ? Hey, Joey, what's happening, man? Hey, what's happening, my friend? How are you? I'm doing well, man. I said I can't can't keep my best friend waiting, man. What's going on, my brother? Not much, man. I was just, you know, I was going through, was going to see how the Go Radio Network was doing. I was just going through, and you can chime in on this after I find out about the Go Radio Network and how TJ personally is doing, um, you can chime in. We were talking about cliffhangers. That is those incredible three words, to be continued. So, but first, <laughs> how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. Definitely glad to be back on the show. Obviously, you know, we're putting together. This end is awesome, too. Right. But yeah, man, other than that, I think it's good. Just uh, 
you know, trying to trying to run this radio network in the right direction and uh, trying to keep my dick as wet as possible. Is that right? Well, you know, if you can do both at once, you will become even more my hero if that's possible. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know. I'm trying. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not like I'm not trying. I'm definitely trying to keep the radio network as possible as possible. So I'm succeeding so far. As Charlie King would say, I'm winning. I hear you, man. Now, I heard a rumor. I was in and out last night because I couldn't get really good reception, but um, there's a rumor going around that you got a new telephone. What's that all about? Can you hear me? Hello? TJ, are you there? Hello. Okay, I don't know if we lost PJ or what. Hey. Are you there, TJ? Okay, it seems like we were having some difficulties there, but we hopefully can get TJ back any moment. Um, Opening this week in the box offices, Snitch, Dark Skies, Inescapable, Bless Me, Okina, and Kaipoche. I don't know if I announced that correctly, but that will be the movies opening this week at the box office. Uh, top five movies are number five, One Bodies, number four, Escape from Planet Earth, number three, Safe Haven, number two, Identity Thief, and the number one movie, A Good Day to Die Hard. So that's what's been happening at the movies. But to go back, uh, just a lot of movies, a lot of television shows, they use this episodic formula, 24, the Kiefer Sutherland vehicle. They had a, a cliffhanger every single break in every single episode. And that is a lot of planning, a lot of foresight to do all of that. But this is the Comedy Shack. I'm your host, Joy Harris. Uh, Waiting to see if we can get Big TJ back on the line here. If everyone has had a good week. I have been having both a week trying to plan some pretty big life events for myself, figure out what my next move is. And I know that it's scary to me, and I know it's scary to a lot of you all whenever you have to plan a big life event or have to plan your life out because the life doesn't come with instruction manual, and a lot of it is to be continued. So you have to uh, deal with that, uh, deal with, you know, money issues, personal issues, job issues, health issues. We've all got issues. I've got so many issues. I've got a subscription. So But... 
this week has just really been a, a, a busy week for me. Um, the NBA, NHL seasons are underway. I know you get a lot of sports talk on the Go Radio Network. The college basketball season is underway. Uh, NASCAR is about to get started back up. There was that horrific crash today. And I know you all join me in sending out your prayers and well wishes to the to the people at um, Daytona and, and hope no one seriously hurt and that everyone uh, gets checked out and, and is able to just go forward from here. And that's just some scary stuff. You know, you have people going out, they want to just enjoy the, the the race and stuff. I'm not a huge race fan, but I I just admire those people so much. Oh, what else is is happening? We are deep within the season of Lent. If you are a um, practicing. Christian, I hope it has been as, hasn't been as hard for you as it has been for me. I've given up two of my favorite things, which are regular Coca-Cola and, and uh, sausage burritos from McDonald's. Neither uh, one are really good for you, so it's really health benefit. That's the why I gave them up. But yeah, it's been a bit of a, a struggle at times, but we are in the first full week, at the end of the first full week to the next season. And then what else has been happening? Just a lot of, just a lot of different stuff. Uh, I have been uh, dealing with some, some issues, as I said before, and these issues are just, you know, they they affect your personality, they affect your health, they affect your personal well-being. And, you know, you, you've got to take care of yourself and your health first before you, before you do anything. I was, you know, catching up with some old friends this week. It was really good to see, to see them. Got a haircut. I got all my hair cut off. I have the worst superpower in the world, and that is I have hair that grows incredibly quickly. And then it grows my hair when I was born and starting out and growing up with black, curly, really black and curly. And over time, it is lightened to a light brown. And then most of it now is actually gray. I have a gray spot right up front of my head. And then it's starting to gray out the rest of my head. But I think every one of those gray hairs is, is well earned. So I got a haircut. I just 
told the girl to dust my hair, to use no guard, and to cut it all off. But now it's starting to to grow back really quickly. And in about a month, I'll probably need a really big haircut again. So it grows incredibly, incredibly fast and incredibly quick. I tell a story. I don't. I, I've never been one of those people to um, assign the person who says that the hair turned white right. But I will give you a quick story of when I was younger and my hair had already started to turn. And this happened in high school, at least where I went to school. The um, Twice a year, towards the end of each semester, we would have exams. And the exams will happen in the morning, and if you got permission, you can leave after your exam because they only did one exam per day. So you had two hours to do your exam. Then they would do other minor things like attendance and all that, then you could leave. But I did my exam this day and got permission to leave my mom picked me up and drove me home and I was at home watching television or reading or something. My mom called me up and tells me that she wants me to go outside and uh, mow the grass, cut the grass. So I said, okay, and finished up whatever it was I was doing, heading out the back door and at the back door to my parents' home, the regular door and they have a screen door. So I'm headed out and I step out of the screen of the door and I open the screen door. And as I do, a about six-foot-long black snake falls onto my right shoulder. The tail falls onto my right shoulder and curls quickly around my neck. Now, just like Indiana Jones, I have a gigantic, huge fear of snakes in general. I don't like the little green snake that couldn't hurt anything, but especially just the black snake, all that that just looks so cute. You you would imagine just freaking out at that moment, but I'll never forget that it was just so calm. I was just so calm at that moment that I recognized what had happened. Okay, there was a snake that had climbed up the wall and hung over the door. And when I opened the door, the snake's tail fell on me. And so I realized that if I just did not panic and ease step forward a few steps, that the snake's tail would just fall away. So that's what I did. I just moved forward step by step. And as I did, my body cleared the screen door, screen door closed, and caught the snake's head. And, it, and the snake's tail just fell away. And at that point, I, I did freak out. I ran next door to my neighbors and all out of breath. And they, I finally got it out to them. And my next door neighbor, he went over and, and killed the snake. But that's just one of those one of those times where I probably got a few gray hairs from that. 
but I can, you know, fight a lot of things. You know. Any vaccines even in your life will affect you, and it will affect you probably not in a, a good way. But you got to keep up, you got to keep getting up, you got to keep swinging for the fences because in the end, that's all that you can do. And I hope that we can be joined here in just a few seconds again by TJ, or if he can put out the number, I'll be glad to talk with anyone. But I don't know if, you, you know, the go back to our topic to be continued. We, I, I mentioned before, number one movie, A Good Day to Die Hard. Now, I don't know if this is, I've heard mixed reviews. Friends of mine said it was really good. It didn't get great reviews, but you're looking at the fifth movie in a franchise that lasted 25 years. I mean, you know, Bruce Willis was doing Moonlighting when he did Die Hard. And then I've seen every Die Hard, I saw every Die Hard in the theaters except for the first Die Hard. I was too young to go then, but then we were going with my aunt and her boyfriend to see the second one and then my dad. And I saw the third one in the movie theaters and when I was meeting my wife and I saw the fourth one. So I really enjoy that character. I enjoy that franchise. I Die Hard franchise. But, and now Bruce Willis is there. But this one makes money. This is a good script. He's ready to do a six Die Hard movie. So, and you've seen that Paul Walker and Ben Diesel and The Rock and Company are doing a six Fast and Furious movie. So there's there's really a lot of money and a lot of uh, potential box losses to be made from doing these franchise movies. I mean, it's what seven eight of the small franchise movies, you know, so they can really make can really make some good money uh, doing these doing these movies and a lot of that I think goes back to Disney if you look at the Disney model I mean they every few years will release some movie back into the theaters for a limited run or if it's something like I think the last one they had was Finding Nemo they released it in a limited 3D run then they'll come back out with a limited release um, everything Blu-ray edition and a limited release Blu-ray 3D edition from their Disney vault. Uh, they can just you know unlimited just keep pulling out this vast array of movies that never ends and keeps making money for them, especially these Pixar movies, because every year you get a new Pixar movie out, and I'm not in all the Pixar movies, but most of them are really, really good movies. And they're for all ages. I mean, of course, they're aimed towards the kids, but adults, there's some adult humor things in there, and they can go, and of course, the adults can take the children. So, really, a very winning proposition. 
for everyone involved. All right, this is the comedy attack. You're looking at almost the bottom of the hour. I'm your host, Joey Harris. And again, you can find me on Twitter at G Joey Harris. And you can email the show, Joey Harris Comedy, at gmail.com. My uh, Twitter number is really, really. Um, Picked up this past week. I don't know where near the amount of followers that TJ has, but we're getting there. You know, slow and steady. We will, we will get there. Uh, so that's that's what's happening. It is now the bottom of the hour. I'm hoping that TJ can call back in. So just hope everybody's been having a good weekend. You know, it's a time to rest and reflect with your family. Hold your family close and just be with family because family is so important in your life. You need those people in your life that have meaning. They give your life meaning. You know, we're not we're not all in a vacuum. I'll tell you a good story. And this is not my story. I don't know whose it is. If someone knows whose it is, please uh, send me a Twitter. Uh, write me an email. I will be glad to next week to give full credit where credit is due. This is a story I read a long time ago that um this man was walking around this party that he really didn't want to be at. And he was passing into a man, and the man um, said to him, trying to trick him up, the man said to um, this man, there's no mayonnaise in Ireland. And the man said, oh, I bet he said that because he thinks that I'm not listening fully to him, and so he thinks he's going to trick me up. He's not tricking me up. I heard him specifically. And he rallied back and said another, said something witty to him, and later on, he, as he was circling around, he heard that same man talk to his wife and says, you need to take Ken home. And the wife goes, why? He goes, I don't think he's feeling well. I was quoting, you know, different philosophy and different quotations, and I said that bit about no man is an island. And he said something about there being no ketchup in Australia. So I don't think he's feeling well. You need to take him home. I thought that was pretty good. I heard a variation on a joke, and I'll tell you the original joke that I heard. This man is walking along a beach in California. He looks down and sees a, a lamp. And this is not like an Ikea lamp. It's a, you know, and I dream of genius. And so he bends down and looks at it and kind of blows the uh, dust and the sand off of it. And, and he looks at it and he goes, well, oh, 
Well, he probably did what you and I would do. And he rubbed it. And sure enough, a genie popped out. And the genie was like, oh, you know, hey, thank you so very much for bringing me. I am a magical genie, and I will grant you any any and all wishes that you want. The man goes, you know, my daughter moved many years ago to Hawaii, and now she's got married, and she has a, has a grandchild there now. I really like to see her and my grandchild there more, but I don't like to fly, and my wife really doesn't like to go on a boat, and so we don't get to feed the daughter often only when she comes in. I'd like for you to build a bridge from Hawaii to California. And the king uh, looked at him and goes, you're kidding me, right? You can't be serious. What are you trying to say? That is impossible. You know the different, you know the different things that I would have to do. I would have to, um, you know, reroute whole shipping containers and their fish and birds and wildlife. I have to completely redo their things and their ocean currents. You've got to decide. And oh my goodness, this is just just insanity. I just I can't do it. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, goes, okay, no problem. Um, you know, I've always here's my second wish. Can you help me understand women better? And the genie looks at him and says, do you want that bridge to be four lanes or only two? So I think that's pretty funny. I heard a variation on that joke. Um, this weekend. So I, I just always thought that that was funny. I just heard from my friend Mary, uh, who just sent me a beautiful text that she had never heard the snake story before. Um, this is, you know, I'm starting to, and, and I sound like this stereotypical old man, even though I'm 35. I, I can't remember what I've told people and what I haven't told uh, people before. But, you know, that some of the best friends of your life that you will find, you'll find in college or you'll find in the church. And I've been very blessed to find both in my life, uh, the friends that I've had, um, that I've had for a long time, that I found both in church and in college. Um, let me tell you a, a bit about my friend Mary, and I'm hoping one time that I can get her on here to, so that we can interact and and call. Um, and Mary, if you're listening, is there a number available that you can speak with me. Um, call in, and, and I hope I can get to you. Um, I'm doing all of this on my phone, so I may not be able to do Mary and I both went to the same uh, college, and we were both communications majors. And my first day of college, I'll never forget, we were in introduction to communication. I looked down and she was wearing rainbow spots. And if you come across somebody who's wearing rainbow thoughts, quickly stick with that person because they will lead you to some good things. And 
and I certainly did that. We were headed to one of the great institutions in America, Walmart, uh, one day, and I forget what we were after, but we go in, and there was a fluffle or a brouhaha, as it were, in the Walmart because there were a lot of people milling about because um, a man had picked that day to decide to become a cross-dresser. And this was not uh, an attractive man. I'm not saying that I'm very attractive, but I probably wouldn't look good in a dress either. But he goes in and he picks a very pale purple, lavenderish dress and shoes out, by the way. And also uh, a a purse and he start and he pays for this, puts it on immediately, and then waits outside of the Walmart. Now all this had taken place before we can before we had gone up. And as we go in the man goes back into the um, Walmart before we did and the the people, the police, the head of Walmart, the head of that store, the manager, everybody's following this man around, not because he had decided to become a woman, is that because he had a rather large bankroll of like $100 bills on him. It's just that it was just very, 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 very strange atmosphere for the for the man. This is the Go Radio Network. I am Joey Harris. And this is the Comedy Shack. Um, Dealing through some technical issues tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So please just uh, bear with me. If I sound distracted and disjointed, I'm just uh, dealing with some some very uh, trying issues tonight. So, to go back to um, before, the the topic that we were talking about to begin with, the issue of to be continued, the cliffhanger on movies and television. I hate those shows that leave you with a cliffhanger and then they're 
canceled. That just drives me up the wall. One of the best shows that I ever had have seen on television was a show that was on NBC in the 90s. It was called Homicide, Life on the Street. Andre Brower, uh, Richard Belzer, Richard Belzer, the role he originated on that show, Detective Munch, he is still playing today on Law and Order SCU. And he has played that character on about 12 different uh, shows. On three Law and Order shows, on Homicide, on The Simpsons, on The X Files, and about on three or four different networks. It's just incredible the amount of uh, shows and the amount of time that he has played that character. But it was a show, and you know, it was never a great ratings grabber, but it managed to uh, last seven seasons. And when it ended, they had a few loose ends off. And so they did it, um, a reunion movie about almost a year, about nine months after the show went off. And they brought everybody back. Um, it's a very unique way to say how they brought everybody back. Um, so it is available now. You can get the entire series on. DVD, it may be streaming Netflix. If it is, anywhere you can get a hold of it, please watch this uh, show. It's a really good show. Uh, but it's amazing. The one show I've seen where they try to wrap every small detail that they had up. So I just, I just thought that was really really amazing. Um, Friends, Friends, another, you know, juggernaut. It was the juggernaut uh, show in the 90s, going into the 21st century. They had some really big cliffhangers about Rachel finding out whether Walt liked her or not, and then they get married in Vegas, Ross and her name as he was getting married in England. All of this tells you one thing and one thing only, ladies and gentlemen. I watch way too much television. That is all the layers to that. But I enjoy Friends. I've seen every episode of that. Um, I enjoyed uh, Seinfeld. I thought Seinfeld, if you want to, and, and I, I get a little kickback from this because. There are people who didn't enjoy Seinfeld or didn't understand it, and that's okay. But if you want to see what I consider the very best put-together comedically written show, it is an episode of Seinfeld called The Marine Biology. They usually had two or three different subplots running throughout an entire episode. And the way that they tie all those plot points together at the very end of that episode, I just consider very, you know, it's just genius. It's comedy, comedy gold. So if you can ever check that out, I would definitely recommend you see that episode. It's 
uh, Seinfeld episode, I believe it was in the fourth or the fifth season. It was called The Marine Biologist. It's just, just a really good Really good show. I have really it is in their fifth season. I just looked it up. Um episode seventy eight. The fourteenth episode of season five first premiered on tenth of February nineteen ninety four. The Marine Bods. Great episode. I really curtailed and cut back my viewing habit over the last uh, year or so. I don't watch nearly as many television shows for a variety of reasons. I just don't have time. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV. I was doing some personal issues and, and things like that. So I've really cut my um, watching way back. Uh, I watch Modern Family, which I consider to be the best comedically written show that is on now. Uh, the Middle, which is very underrated. It is so fun. It's got Patricia Eaton in it from Everybody Loves Raymond. And the guy, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but he plays the janitor on Scrubs. It's just that's also a really good show. And I, I watched uh, Big Bang Theory. That's a really good show. I don't met your mother. The Office, which is ending this this year, and they're gearing their episodes to the final eight or nine or how many they have left. But finally, they've been gearing their episodes up all year long. You say, yes, you could tell that this, the final season that they you know, the characters are moving on and moving on to different things and doing different things. And so it would be really interesting to see how that turns back up. I was disappointed here that they're probably not going to get Steve Carell to come back at the last appearance. He said he really preferred how his character, Mike Scott, ended his arc two seasons ago when he left. But, you know, I really wish that he would just come back and make a, a, just a small appearance, even if it's just very slight in the final episode. So, you know, it's, a, it's the last year you can, you know, you don't have to do a big thing. I think almost every big actor that they had, they guest starred on ER came back in the final year, including George Clooney. I mean, you can't really get much bigger than Clooney, and he even made a small appearance during the last year or two. So I thought maybe if there's still time, they can get Carell to reconsider and he can come back and make a small appearance as Michael Scott. And I know I wasn't the biggest fan, but there's a lot of comedies ending. I think next season is going to be the last one for Alan Mitchell Mother. The Office is ending. Thirty Rock ended their run. Um, this will probably be Community's last uh, season. If not, I doubt they get anything. They may just get a short um, 
sixties and I believe they're currently in their fifth. And a lot of these comedies are wrapping up, which is sad because you always want to see comedies go on, but at the same time gives you really good opportunities to have new comedies come on. We need to be talking ten years from now about the greatest five comedies that we've seen could be all shows that haven't even premiered yet or are coming back. That has been a recurring thing over the past uh, few years. A few years back, after being canceled, Fox brought Family Guy back. And now that's just doing incredibly numbers for them in syndication and first run on Fox. And Netflix is bringing back a show that I really, really enjoyed, which was a um, recommendation to me from Big TJ, believe it or not, which is Arrested Development. Uh, Netflix is really about to come back with new episodes, and that's just amazing. That was a show that's been off the air for uh, seven years, I believe. So, seven or eight years. And so, there's just the, the way that life goes is that there are more and more opportunities to get yourself out there if you're a comedian, if you're a writer. Do the Internet thing, uh, like Louis C.K., who bypassed every major retailer and put his comedy special out for, I think, five bucks on his website. Unprecedented. And with the Netflix original deal being made, Hulu Plus, you know, with this, the sky is wide open, is, is what I'm really trying to say, for you to do whatever you want. You're an inspiring actor, writer, comedian. Go out there. Uh, I want to spend the, the final few moments. I do thank you for joining me tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and bearing with me through these technical difficulties. But, you know, just one of those things you've got to live with. Um, I want to spend the final few moments. Somebody said to me the other day when they learned that I have done stand-up and I am a comedian, how do you do stand-up? How do you do comedy? And there's no really no one way. You just do it. Look around. Work on a little bit of material. Go around. There are always open mics around. You know, look up on Google. Google open mics in your area. Come up with something and then go and see how they get people to come up. Um, if not, you know, get with some friends, go to a local coffee house and say, hey, can we have an open mic night here? Most of the time they'll say yes. I mean, it doesn't really cost them anything. They'll get busy. You'll bring people in and then just get up and do it and then do it again and then do it again. Keep doing it. It's that Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours thing. Malcolm Gladwell says you have to do something for 10,000 hours to really understand and really be good at something. So if you get up and do that, um, I would 
kind of twist that in stand-up comedy world. You could do 10,000 hours and then take you out, go up 10,000 times. That's what I would say before you really can get really good at it, really good at something. But there's never, ever, you know, Grandma Moses, Gene Hackman, Colonel Sanders. These are people who became famous and well-known much later in life, so it is never too late to go after and pursue something that you're really passionate about and that you love, whether it's comedy, writing, acting, crocheting, anything. If you have a passion for it, go out and pursue it. Even if in just your spare time, and maybe you can make something of it, be really good at it, and make that your rhythm. The sky is your limit. The only thing stopping you is you. And it's going to be hard. And we've all got things in our life that say, oh, yeah, well, I can't because of this. There's always going to be excuses. I mean, but don't let those excuses stop you. Don't work around those excuses. The only way out sometimes through. Isn't that what the saying says? You find yourself going through the hell, just keep on going. Don't stop that. So that's what I'd like to share with you. You know, December of 2010, that's when I decided, hey, I picked a date. Um, it wasn't the next day, but it's not that far off. Said, look, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it on this day. Called up the guy, went out and tried out. He said, okay, you're funny. I'll give you five minutes next week. And that's all it was to it. I mean, it's so scary. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's so scary going up the first time. And the first time I went up, I did really well. Second time I went up, it wasn't that great. Third time I went up, and it just kept getting, it just kept getting uh, better and better. So... That's when, you know, I just decided to just keep going and going and going and going for it. So that's what I'd like to, um, I guess, kind of winding things down. We've only got a, a few minutes left. I'd like to thank every one of you for joining me. The numbers across the network have just been outstanding just been great all the way uh, all the way through. This is just this is a big a big enterprise that TJ is, is doing and you know, I think it's starting to pay off dividends and you know, this can only go can only go up from here. I know a friend of mine who lives out in California um lost his radio job uh, last week just because the network that he was on went off there. So now he's going to try something on the blog talk radio to see if it, it works for him. And I think it will because this and uh, internet broadcast and podcasting, I think it's the way of the future. Um, not there's anything wrong with traditional radio. Of course there. Isn't but now 
you don't need the old way, the old mediums to get your content out there. You can really boost your own content, as we were talking about the Louis C.K. Um, stuff. But now you can release and put you know, anything out there. Let's say you're a Beatles fan. You want to talk and you have passionate uh, views. You want to talk about the Beatles. You can. There's nothing stopping you. You got a radio. Um, you got a telephone. You got a, a um, internet connection. That's all you need to just go onward and upward, and to do all of this, all of this stuff. You can, you know, don't limit or the limit that you set on yourself because the way technology and the world has gotten, there's no limits out there. But just remember that you've got someone besides you and, and family with you that care for you. That's all you need to make all of your hopes and all of your dreams uh, come true. So that's, that's how I want to end it this week. I thank you all again for joining me this rough hour that somehow that we stumble through technical difficulties and all. I thank you for joining me and next week I'll try to bring the, the next week I'll try to bring the funny but until then I am Joey Harris. You can again follow me on Twitter. I am at the Joey Harris. You can email me Joey Harris Comedy at gmail dot com. You can find me on Facebook there on facebook.com forward slash Joey H37. And I've just got the time that I've got a minute left, so I'm going to leave it there. Thank you again for joining me. Technical difficulties and all, I'm Joey Harris. This is the Comedy Shack, part of the Go Radio Network, which is each and every one of you is wonderful Saturday night and a great rest of the weekend and a good week ahead. Thank you. Good night. And God bless.